Well, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Phil's Sports Talk here at KPN TV podcast. And I got a special guest here today. His name is Dean Sala, President and CEO of George's Coffee Shop. <laughs> thank you very much. And Dean, thank you for coming on the show. Greatly appreciate it. Um, I brought you in to talk a little high school sports. The high school sports season, it's, it's, a, it's on its way. Another year of football coming up. Um, a lot of stuff going on with high school football now, with the high school sports in general. And the first one I want to talk to you about is this new playoff system that they put together, Dean. How, what are your feelings towards it? Hey, you, Phil. You know, I hate it. One reason. It makes that Thanksgiving game useless. It has yeah. no meaning. Yeah. And didn't we always look forward to that game, Gloucester yeah. Dam? Yeah. Now, you gotta, if you're going to the playoffs, you got to rest kids. I and know it. I don't understand That's the, the week before. That's the week before the Super Bowl. Exactly. If you're in the Super Bowl game. How can you go all out to win a Thanksgiving Day game? You can't. And that lost the damnest game last year. What, what a brutal game that was. It was brutal. That was a tough game, tough physical game. Um, lost ended up pulling it off, but um, I don't know what the MIA is thinking here. Uh, they put this elaborate playoff system together, Dean. Dean, it's, it's, it's too complicated. You need a PhD to figure it out. Yeah, and Dean, they that, change it all the time. That first year, okay, when week eight came is when the, the quote-unquote playoff started. Right. Right, right, right. No one knew what was going on that night. It was Beverly for a second night time that year. Right, right. Um, and that could happen again this year. Good um, Beverly team that year, loaded yeah. with running backs. Right. Gloss ended up winning that game, too. Exactly. Yeah, and um, but that first year they did it, nobody knew what was going on. I was getting emails, Phil, playoffs. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's not even Thanksgiving yet, Phil. What's going on? People were right. so confused. Um, I think people are now starting to get adjusted to it, but what they're not getting adjusted to is when you lose a playoff game, you go back down to the what they call a consolation round again. That's Still what happened playing. to the Fishermen last right. year. Exactly. But the games that we did not cover here on KPN TV, we're not going to do the consolation games. Not a lot of interest. There's not a lot of it's interest. There's no one there. For and, and, and that same night of the, the consolation game was Gloucester versus Winthrop. The, I, if I'm not mistaken, the Manchester field hockey team had a state tournament game that night. We put our attention to that. Well, yeah. more important. Yeah, right? well, that's right. That was a more important game. Right, right. Exactly. But 9-2 and two last year for the Fisherman, uh, uh, Dean. Pretty good record. Pretty good record. Yeah. Uh, a lot of talent coming back, too. A lot, a lot. of skill a lot of skill players. But, Phil, you and me both know it's all about the lines. That's right. they got to build those lines. Especially with a team like Gloucester. That's all they do is run the football. Not a lot of size. So, Dean, I've been doing this for five years. Gloucester's the only team hasn't even done a shotgun formation yet. <laughs> Is that is that a, that must be a true stat? That's what I've noticed. They don't use it. They never. They do just it. don't even show. They gotta even throw the football to no. show it. But it's unbelievable how they can just run the ball, 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 run the ball and, and be as successful as they are. You would think the opposing defense would know what the, the opposing defense does know what's coming. Exactly. But. In it's the still day, they still couldn't stop. They still couldn't stop it. If you have a good line and run that wing T. It, it will work at that level. Exactly. Yeah. You know, me and my good buddy Steve Azari, you know Steve. Yeah, I, I wanted to well. bring him on too, but we'll, we'll do Steve, a little bit Steve's a good sports fan. Dickie Lowe, all, the, all them guys. We mm -hmm. go to the games pretty regular. Uh, I used to always argue with Steve. I was like, well, I wish they'd mix it up, throw the ball once in a while. Steve said, why? They can't stop what we're doing. No, and you know what? Know. It makes it, sense. It, it, yeah. If you can't stop it, why, why screw with it? No, I, want to, I, I want to get back to that last game. Uh, uh, the, the quarterfinal game against Beverly last year, they were trailing 15-13. Uh, they were on their own 30-yard line. They had no timeouts. And it was, what, a minute and 20 left in the game. Yeah. 
Now here's a team that doesn't throw the ball. You're thinking this game is over. Right. There's no way they're going to march downfield with no timeouts because they don't throw the ball. But mm-hmm. De- Beverly did something pretty dumb. They went into a uh, a, prevent a prevent defense, well. right? <laughs> when the Gloucester running backs were able to pick up a six, seven, eight, nine yards and then run out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Chip away, chip away. And chip away. And then, but you know what? In Beverly's defense, you, you got to do that. You you can't play tight. You can't play up tight because, you know, they might sneak one over. You never know. You they know? might run that little tight end dump, yeah. and all your linebackers are up, and the kids and then it's going for a touchdown. And it's gone for a touchdown. But <clears throat> they're running backs. It's running back university. Absolutely. And, you know, they don't throw the ball. Um, you know, basically, they haven't had a quarterback that lost a high since Jay Palazzola. That might be an extreme comment, but that's a little extreme. I'm, I'm going to say you got to you got to think of some of these kids. Well, some, there was some great, I mean, not great, but good quarterbacks that come out of Gloucester. But let's sure, face it, yeah, Villa for, was, for, he was, for oh, yeah. the size. He, yeah. he could throw the ball. The uh, Cahill kid could throw the Cahill ball. He had a real strong arm. Andy Orlando. Was a uh, oh yeah, Andy wasn't a bad quarterback. Wasn't a bad quarterback. Like he threw 80s, the ball, right? Right. Well, let's face it, Jay was the uh, was well, the, he's the guy he's we the measure pinnacle. quarterbacks he's the around pinnacle, here. Right. But um, yeah, for a team that doesn't throw the ball deep, I can't believe what they get away yeah, with. Impressive. And if they go into a fourth quarter, they're down a touchdown or more. That's not a game that they're going to win because we've seen it though. It's we've happened before, it. but if they're behind, entering the fourth quarter, it has to be like less than a touchdown. But if, if it's more than a TD, and it's all you do is run the football. Think back to that classical game yeah. in, in the Manning Bowl. I think it was still the Manning Bowl at the time, and everyone started leaving. I think my son was on in that game. That was a f- yeah. unbelievable comeback. Uh, Jay's son, Nolan, threw the pass. Right, right. To right, uh, Kyle right, Goodwin. Right. I was to the good there. One kid, right. My right. son was on that game. Yeah. Jamie was in that game. It's a good team. Yeah, that was a good, good team, team, too. Yeah. But they lost on Thanksgiving Day and didn't go to the playoffs. That's what I mean. That's what could you mean. get back to the, the Thanksgiving the game. Is imp- I like it. I, I like that everybody shows up for that early morning, 10 o'clock game. Yeah, and yeah. It meant something. It meant something, yeah. It's kind of a bummer. It's much mean. better if that game has a playoff spot on the line. Awesome. Uh, you know, I kind of wish they would try to find a playoff system that included <laughs> Thanksgiving Day. You might have to break up some rivalries, I, but yeah, yeah, that would be tough right, to do. Right, right. Um, it would. It would break up the rivals, and I think you might see that happen eventually. I don't because yeah. what do they mean now? They don't mean anything. They don't mean anything. You know, there's pride on the line. The kids want to play hard. It's Thanksgiving Day and all that stuff. But you're right. There's no conference championships on the line anymore. No playoff spot on the line anymore. And if you're a team that's going to the Super Bowl, you're going to take it easy Thanksgiving Day. We just mentioned that at the top Absolutely. of the show. Hit the nail on the head with that. Yeah. If you're going to the Super Bowl, you're yeah. not playing. You're not and, playing you know, these stars. I, I just wish this playoff format was just un, unconfused people about it. You know, we're, we're, we're starting to learn. People, people need to know that Week Eight is a playoff game or a consolation right, round game. Right, right. You know, this consolation round. I don't know how a high school football coach can get his team excited to play in those games. I team. Know. I know. After when you're playing for nothing, yeah. I know. You it. know what? But they are kids, and they do have enthusiasm. They're not they professionals have enthusiasm. yet. They don't have that. Right. Well, I suppose if you're a team that went 0 and 7 in that seven games that you play, or 1 and 6, you know you're not going anywhere. Right. You could get excited for those games because so. you want to finish out strong. Something, yeah. But if you have a team like Gloucester, I think Gloucester was a good example of last year, of the pitfall of the playoff system. Here's what Gloucester did last year: they beat Beverly in that fabulous game. Yeah. But then they went to Marblehead. They lost 27 to nothing, which I think the score of that game was deceiving because the fishermen fumbled early in the fourth quarter. When they were driving the ball, they were only down 7 nothing. Uh, well, anyways, they had to go back to the 
constellation around the following week against right. Winthrop. Yeah. And like I mentioned earlier here at KPNCV, we didn't have an interest in doing mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. So, so what are the fans thinking? So what are the fans thinking? Yeah, so, we had, so we went to Manchester that night for the Manchester Field Hockey State Journey game, which didn't mean more. So, to some people. For some people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, and Steven is kind of right. You know, I, I kind of wish they would just get into a shotgun formation once just once. <laughs> you know, some of those Super Bowl teams had kids that could throw it they a little bit. You know, they're not going to throw it 25 times a game, but if they threw 10 to 12 passes a game, right. that at least keeps the defense keeps honest. The defense right? honest, right. But another thing about Gloucester, they just don't seem to have wide receivers. Everybody's a lineman, a linebacker, or a running back. Yeah. Does this whole team seem to be constructed like that? Well, it goes back to if you're not, if you're yeah. not a throwing team, then you That's know it, they, had yeah. some, they had some decent receivers. No, I'm going to try to get the coach on. I'm going to drill him with that question about the passing game. And I get a funny feeling that my, his answer is going to be, Phil, we just don't have those kind of athletes. Well, and that's what it looks like. You've you got to have someone that can throw the ball. You've got to have someone who can throw the ball consistently. Mm-hmm. And you've you got to have a wide receiver who can stretch the defense. And they don't. Right. They don't really have a kid who can stretch the defense since I've been doing this anyways. So remember know. Anthony Francis Day? Do you remember that name? Anthony Francis who? Anthony Francis Day. He was kind of just a little side note. He was the Gloucester Times ran a big story. And it happened to be April first. All right. A F D. I remember it. You remember now it was, when they said was, this this Blue ribbon, blue chipper was coming up from Florida. Coming from Florida. To Gloucester. It was an April Fool's Anthony joke. Anthony Francis Day, and we were all got excited, and the next day they let us know they were just joking. It was just a joke. That was pretty good. I that saw was... that article, and when I read it, I said, wow, they're going to get this super-duper wide receiver. And if I'm not mistaken, they just won a Super Bowl. Right, so was right, like, right. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to reload, and we're going to have this kid that's a national, nationally known uh he was going to Michigan after he left Gloucester, you know. So there was a few games I had to, I had to broadcast last year on the road in the Gloucester Bleachers. And you hear the fans saying it, throw the football, throw the football. And some people are bored watching this team. Mm-hmm. But once they get a two-touchdown lead or even a touchdown lead and they keep the ball on the ground, they can eat a lot of time, they eat a lot of clock, yeah. and they eat a lot of yardage. And by the before you know it, it's the start of the fourth quarter. They're up 14 nothing. So it does have a it's good side to mm-hmm. it. So you talk about, you know, bringing Tony in, and he he knows. He's with those kids every day. He knows what he has. He knows what he has. He has to run what he has. You have to work with the hand you're dealt. If you you don't have a quarterback who can throw 300 yards, why try to do it? If you don't have a wide receiver who can stretch the field, then that's it. You don't Mm -hmm. have it. Mm -hmm. You have to go with your strengths. Absolutely. And what kills me is the other team knows what they're doing. It's no secret. (laughs) But in the heyday, they couldn't stop it. They couldn't stop it. And they still can't today, to some degree, still can't stop that running game. Right, right. Do you know last year... The starting offense scored on 16 straight possessions. Really? Yeah. That's a good stat. That's a good stat. Now, now they were beating some teams pretty badly last year, but so the JVs were coming into that game, so there were some possessions I I left out there. Right. But I'm talking the varsity, the starting unit, scored on 16 straight possessions. And it all started, the Swampscott game in Swampscott, where they they had, I think they scored 44 points in the first half. Mm -hmm. And they just rolled from there. Boy, that Swampscott programs down a little bit. That, yeah, was, well, that they, was a good program. Now, they, you talk about a team that likes to throw the ball. That's all they do is throw the football. Exactly. And you know what else, too? If you notice the Swamp's good, there's no huddle. Okay. Spread offense. It's, it, it's a spread offense. Uh, absolutely. And, and, and the linemen, and then the coaches on the other on the sidelines throwing up a card. Yeah. yeah. Number four yeah. on yeah. number six. Yeah. And, and that's the play. Exactly. There's no huddle. Little. And, and, and Gloucester High, they're still doing 1965 football. Um, and quarterback has to run to the sidelines. Quarterback line has to run to the sidelines, and, yeah. uh, and, and, and he takes a sweet all time. Yeah, yeah. 
It's old school stuff down it's a there. Grind, yeah, it's a grinded out offense. It's, it's, it's a grinded out offense. And I don't know if some people are mad. I, mean, I think maybe that might be extreme, but some people are bored, I think, team. I think at the well, I think, like any other city, we like to win. We like to win. And when, true, yeah. You know, yeah. we had a couple of tough years after Paul left. Yeah, that's I, true, yeah. I'll tell you, we were so spoiled. And you don't realize it was like going through the Larry Bird era. You don't realize until it's done. Right. Well, and then you look back and you're like, wow, are we ever going to see this again? Brady, once Brady once retires, Brady's gone, gonna, that's it. Ever going to yeah. see that again? No. You, you might not no. in our lifetime, you know? It's kind of like the Bobby Orr effect. Absolutely. We never saw anything like that again. And, uh, you know, Brady's right up there with mm-hmm. that. Well, today's error of free agency you don't see nah, you don't see that anymore, anymore. That's, that, that's a good point yeah, Dean. right yeah. free agency has ruined everything it really um is. i got the schedule here uh they open up september 9th at link classical a 5 p.m start that's odd really yeah friday night yeah i'm i'm, I'm yeah i'm that's going I'm, tough one. I'm assuming that's yeah, gonna be a tough game i'm assuming lynn english supposed to be playing that same night at seven that's possible. Uh, maybe. Yeah, so. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Double head of football. Uh, yeah, Friday night. Sure, why not? Yeah, that, you think the, so? The, the mini bowl, they got that new stuff now, that new grass. and you can That's have a, a great, that's a great stadium. That's a, yeah, that's a beautiful facility. Really is. I can't believe what they've done with that. I like Gloucester's. Gloucester did Gloucester's a nice did a nice job. job. I'm hearing, I'm hearing, you know, wear and tear is already starting to show. We on that turf. On that turf, yeah. yeah. I thought it had, it had a 10-year shelf life, though. Uh, I don't know. It's already been four. Built on top of a dump. You don't know what you're building on top oh, of. Yeah. And it plus the water, too, all those years of the water damage. Um, but the Link Classical, that should be a tough game. It's a game I think they can eke out. You don't know how classical. Yeah, I have a tough Tough thing going in to know how these other teams. Yeah, are yeah. And plus, I haven't gone over any of the rosters yet. None of the websites are updated yet. Right. And then the Boston Globe hasn't done their thing yet. Mm-hmm. So that that will all come the week mm-hmm. of this season, and I'll get all that information. But I won't have it until then, as far as other teams are concerned. Right. But uh, five o'clock start. I wonder why that is. That's odd. Yeah, it's that's interesting. Uh, following week. They're at Beverly, and I'm sure Beverly's got something on their mind about that playoff game yeah, from last year. And that's a 1 p.m. start on a well, Saturday. I always said That's because it's Hurd Stadium, and, right. and Beverly, they won't put lights up for some yeah, reason. This just won't do it. Well, I think it's like, here, it's the neighbors, the neighbors. It's, the neighbors. You know, it's built right in the neighborhood, so it's kind of tough. To... Uh, I don't know. I think if you, go, if you look at kind of Hurd Stadium, you can't see it from the street. It's kind of like secluded away. I mean, yeah, the, true, there is a neighborhood true, behind yes, there. Right. I don't know. Who knows? I yeah, don't know. Well, I, 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 I love the Friday night games, obviously, for me and, and my, my business. I can't make the Saturday games. They're very tough. Because you'll be working. Unless right? the critical games, I, I can't yeah. sneak out, you know? Yeah, well, Friday nights. I, I love was, the Friday night games. Yeah, I think, there was, I think it was great when they went to Friday nights. Yeah, absolutely. And um, once those lights went up, down. And then the, the first home game, uh, the 23rd of September, Swamp's got Big Blue comes to town. That's a 7 p.m. Friday night game. Um, Swamp's good. You never know. They got that passing game. Right. That's all they do is throw the ball. Spread, spread that out and go, go, go. And, and, you know, when Gloucester plays Swampsky, it's like uh, one team's always passing and one team's always right, running. Right, right. And uh, you're watching this game evolve. The, the last game versus the game. Well, the thing is with Swampsky, too, is that they throw so much that you're not going to complete every pass. Right. Especially at that level, high school right. level. Right. You know? And the chances of a mistake happening are pretty good. Like an interception. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they say on the past, two out of three things are bad. Are bad. Right? One's an incompletion, an interception, right? Right. right. And, um, and then, then, then after that, the second home game, uh, uh, Patriots come to town, Revere, September 30th. That was a good game last year at Revere. I don't know if you made that one or not. Did we make the Revere game? 
Uh, that was an excellent. We usually do. Worst, worst pizza in the conference. Or there was there. a I'll play that up. sticks out in my mind on that Revere game from last year. The <laughs> um, Gloucester was ahead 14 nothing at half. Okay, um, Revere came out, had the ball to start the second half, and drove right down the field and got a touchdown. Okay. It was 14-7. It's now they got momentum. So Gloucester gets the ball the next possession. Three tough plays. I mean, they, all, they lost yardage. It was like... They were facing uh, a third and like 20. Yeah. They were on their own 18. Pretty good and, memory. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Well, when you broadcast the game, yeah, you remember. Right, 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 right. This kid here, Jermaine Edward, ran 80 yards for a TD. <laughs> this kid right here. Oh, yeah. I think going to be a great back. Yeah, this kid here. And uh, what a play that was. A yeah. third and 20. Unexpected. Yeah, and, and, and uh, he ran 80 yards for a TD. When, as soon as it looked like Revere was going to start take the momentum away in this game. Yeah. That was a great play. You know what? I don't think I did make it though. Okay. That, that, I thought that was a signature play of the season. Wow. I, I really did because I, I, it looked like Revere was uh, taking control. Taking control or start that second half. Yeah. And that was a nice drive they had to make it 14 7. But uh, fourth, uh, a third and uh, 20. And they broke 80. And, and he broke it for 80. Yeah. I got some talent in that backfield. And oh, they're, they're loaded. Got a lot coming back. Yeah. And you know what, Dean? When you watch their running backs, they have their three starters there, mm-hmm. and then they're blowing a team out, and three more kids come in. You say, "Wow, who are these kids? And and they look pretty good too." The future, yeah, All right. <laughs> now, but they do going to replace that quarterback this year. Yeah, and um, the next chain of command quarterback would be Nate Young. Okay, um, I believe he's a Rockport kid, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but okay. then, the, but then there's the Smith kid, and um, I believe that's Chip Smith's son. Oh. Who I heard is a very, very intelligent kid. Good. I um, think that's what you need more than anything to run that Gloucester offense. It's more of intelligence, yeah. yeah. That's all you're going to do is, is maintain the yeah, run game yeah, yeah. and keep it going forward. <coughs> that's all you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not sure who the starter is going to be yet. You just never know. You no, know? you don't. I, I'm going to go with Nathan um, uh, Smith kid. No, the, uh, the Nate Young kid. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with him for now only because he's the next, would be in the, in the chain of command. Mm-hmm. That's what he would be. He would be the starter for this year. But, again, you never know what's going to happen at training camp. You know? You get Tony on here, we'll give you some insight. I know. I will get the Tony in here. I'm going to try to get him the first week of training camp. Good. Yeah. Good, good, good. And um, we'll see what happens. And then after that, then we go to Winthrop. There you go. We're at Winthrop this year, Jim. That's a hike. <laughs> That's a 7 o'clock. That's October 14th. Winthrop's always a fun place to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they haven't played Winthrop at all. They played them last year in one of the Constellation games. Coldest game I ever been to one year in Winthrop. Really? Bitter, bitter, bitter cold. Because yeah. you, you get the wind coming off the ocean, like I, like I feel. And then they got to stop the game once in a while because the plane is taking off at Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I played at that baseball field right across from the football field uh, a many, a many a time. Yeah. Not just in high school. I played at Babe Ruth leagues, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was a there a lot. Wind. Oh, yeah, a lot of yeah. wind there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, let's see. Of course, we're talking about the seven-game qualification right, period here. Right. Then they got Salem. Then they're at Salem, October twenty-one. Then Saugus comes here, um, October twentieth. Now that's game seven. That would be quote unquote the last regular season right, game of the right, season. Right. Then it says here MIA playoffs begin. Of course, yeah. But did the, the MIAA go above their heads with this playoff system? You think? 
I mean, who knows? You, you can't tell them anything. You can't tell them anything. And, and their answer would be, oh, with these playoff games we have, though, look at the money we made off yeah, of well, Who's making the money? I'd like to get to the bottom of where that money really goes because I, I hear they, they keep it all in the playoff game. If it's MIA-sanctioned game, right, that's right? a playoff those game. tournament games, yeah. playoff games, yeah. does the school lose the money? I don't know. I thought it was a split between the schools. I thought that, it was always a split between do? the schools. I don't know. I don't know how they handle that. But a state game? Yeah. You, all of a sudden, you come to a state tournament. It's a neutral site game. Sport, no one's really the home team. Site, right. Maybe so. that's why they have neutral sites. So they can take 45 them. MIA guys roaming the side. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of payroll down there. Um, another thing I like to bring up, the Gloucester youth football has made a big change mm-hmm. the past year or so, much to the discredit of some people. Of course. I was talking to the coach last year. On, on the bus on the way home from a game, and when he pressed for this Pop Warner, he's pressed, a big fan of Pop Warner. He's a big fan of Pop Warner, and I was asking him about it. He says, "Feel Gloucester people tough to change their minds." It really <laughs> well, is. Hey, we've we've had a great feeder program over the years. Yeah, it fed some great teams. It's fed some great teams. So that's where you're going to get the argument. But right. the Pop Warner argument is you're playing against other cities. Right, and, 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 to... and you're developing better. <clears throat> really, let's hope. I don't know. It's a, the jury's still out of my Jury's mind. still out. Well, he, the coach told me this. He says, "No, you know, Phil, if you look at high school football teams that win seven games or more every year, mm-hmm. they all have Pop Warner systems okay. in their city. Seven games or more every year, high school football. You had a good season. I guess the argument would have to be you're playing against that other city's best, right. where you're taking Gloucester's right. best and watering it down. Right, you know, right. Get a few, and, few of your best on each team. And another thing is, too, the Gloucester system, the regular, the old way, mm-hmm. it was nine-man football. It wasn't 11. Right. Yeah. So. So, that, um, you know what? He would know. He would know. He, yeah, well, but, but I get guys that know football very well and say they like the they like the. You know, our league better. Well, you talk to some of the young mothers out there. They liked the old way better because it was a Sunday afternoon. Oh, All their friends were down to high school. Uh, West Gloucester, East Gloucester, yeah. wherever. And we no were all trouble. able to meet there, and our kids were all there. Right. That's what the young mother would say to you. Of course. But you try to tell them, listen, if you get them on this travel team, this, P- this Pop Warner travel team, mm-hmm. and you take them out to Beverly, Ipswich, Salem, wherever the game is, your son's going to develop into a better football player. So does that only you help? hope? Does that build depth though? Does That's it build be depth? That's another question. thing. You know, you know what? I think depth is always going to be an issue because I've, I've been hearing. Well, there was a thing on the news today that there's a hundred teachers in Boston. They have no assignments for them, and they're on the payroll. Wow. Now, why is this declining enrollment? Is one of the reasons, mm-hmm. and I think that's here too. Well, numbers are certainly down. Remember the football team we used to try it out, you know, 60, 70 kids probably. Now there's 25 or 30 kids on that team. Uh, well, I, I, they're not dressing freshmen. So you get a Did factor. they before, though, you think? They used to before. Yeah. High so school football looked a little bigger. Looked a little worse than they acted if you're not dressing a freshman team. Right. Which is probably another 15, maybe 20. Yeah. yeah. Depending on what that, – that varies every year, too. But, yeah, you're right, though um, – I can remember when I was a kid, I'm talking like under 10 years old, yeah. used to go down the new stadium, and it looked like there was a million kids on both teams. Right. <laughs> and I think in those days they were dressing ninth graders, because in those days, the ninth graders were at Gloucester High. There was this, this, I'm talking about before the O'Malley yeah, School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, whatever. But when the O'Malley School was built, the ninth graders went there. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. 
My came out of St. Anne's, so right. I went to ninth grade. I went to O'Malley. I went to O'Malley, right. Same here. And then 10, 11, 12. 10, 11, 12 was that close was to high, high school. Now, they did that because there was too many kids at the high school in those days. Right. But now there's not enough. Because mm-hmm. about, I'm going to say maybe, I don't know, 10 plus years ago, they put the freshman went back to Gloucester High. If I'm mistaken, is that what happened? Yeah. Uh, I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the freshmen do dress varsity games now. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe not the freshman team, but they're eligible to play yeah, yeah. in a varsity game right. if you're a freshman. Well, and you know you're talking about numbers that the concussion That's is hanging thing. over everybody. And, and you know, and, and I, um, I talk about this with guys all the time with this concussion thing. I'm glad there's an awareness, but I'm not happy that there's a discouragement. It definitely is. I think a lot of parents, especially mothers, are scared to let their kids play. Well, why do you think boxing's dying? Boxing, well, boxing's been dying for years. Right. Right. Um, but I don't know. I don't think you should discourage a kid from playing high school football. The risk are there. The risks have always been there. Of course they have. I mean, just a little more. They're a little more aware now, now. And, and, and okay, that's great. But don't discourage. That's, that's what I'm sensing. Oh no doubt. Yeah. It's no doubt. Yeah. I think kids are turning to soccer more, and you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe even lacrosse. But lacrosse yeah. is physical too. It's lacrosse a, physical is a good game. Yeah. yeah. Now they say there's a lot of concussions in soccer if you're heading the ball. So who knows? I don't know. Yeah, Football yeah. is, for my money, the, the the best sport there is. The, the best participation, the best viewership. It's the best spectator sport. sport. No doubt. There's no doubt. I mean, that goes all the way from high school to pros. I mean, you it's go to the question. pros and, and look at the size of these guys and how fast they are. Yeah, it's just guys, it's scary. These guys it's are scary. unbelievable today, uh, Dean. Uh, athletes like that's why you know you'll talk about eras gone by. Uh, I don't see. Yeah, you know, guys from the '50s even well, playing you know, in this this league today. You know, um, they were talking about Babe Rod today. He's retiring. You know, outside of the uh, roid problem he had, mm-hmm. he was a good athlete, no doubt. I mean, could you pair Babe Rod to a guy from the '40s and '50s? Because back then, they didn't have the workout equipment back then. Right. right. I mean, those guys worked out as for a part-time job yeah. in the offseason. Exactly. That was their workout. Exactly. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, Dean Sorla, president and CEO of Georgia's Coffee Shop. Thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. Great, uh, great sports talk. And uh, we'll be back after these messages. 